Welcome back to Slurpinger. 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 We're your hosts. I'm Eric. I'm David. And let's get slurping and chirping. I never, I never have a good one of these. <laughs> it always sounds bad. It always. I think it's because I hesitate and I don't, I don't have like a phrase. I don't have the confidence. That's what it is. You know what? It's a work in progress. But welcome back, everybody. Good to be back. It's been uh, what is that? Five months now. We took a layoff. We were in the lab. We've been we, working on our vocals. We were, we were We've been practicing. Shopping. There was montages to be had. It was like Karate Kid meets uh, that Rocky or something. We were just training our vocal cords. Um, and it's magical. You can hear you, the difference. You can tell the cadence. Wow. Wow. <laughs> These pregnancy pauses. Wow. You, Ready you, to deliver. You might think we're pregnant. We're not. It's just the <laughs> amount of pausing we're doing. It's it's unbelievable. Unbearable, yeah. some might say. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we decided to bring in a champion level guest. That's true. As as you know, Eric, you're a two time champion of the world. I'm a two time champion of the world. The and world. we noticed our guests had a lack of championships in their belt. So this time. We brought in two-time champion, Grant Mills. Grant, welcome Thank to the podcast. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. It's a great podcast. Good, oh, good time. Look at, look at this guy. He knows how to He's get on our good up. side. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to say that, but it's actually in the contract that he kind of has to say that. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Swag is in the mail. Swag is in the mail. Well, Grant, uh, or should we just, uh, do you have a, a nice DJ name that we call you? I know everybody else has no. a cool name. You no, just want to no, go by Grant? Is that? Yeah, that's, that, that, I think that's fine. All right. You, <laughs> yeah. you heard it here first. Grant it is, guys. So, Grant, on here, we like to uh, review a beer. So is there any beer you like to drink? You know, uh, I, I had to, uh, of course, recommend that three of us drink something from my hometown. And, uh, you know... Good old Palm Sway IPA. It's an island-style IPA from my hometown of Coronado, California. It's a Great American Beer Festival gold medal winner from 2021. Ooh, fancy. Wow. Yeah, it's a we're nice. Dr- we're drinking some elite shit tonight, David. It's a gold medal podcast for right. Beer. All right, exactly. here we go. What exactly is island style? Do you know? I'm imagining it just comes with a side of pineapple. That's that's what island style to me well, sounds. Well, you're not too far <laughs> off. They're going based off the hop hop profile that they use. They they want it to be very uh, tropical and citrus forward. Okay. So so yes, you a lot of times you will get for those kind of beers a hint of pineapple or that realm of flavors. Do you guys find that the orange slice, like that thin orange slice on a beer? is way more delicious than a normal orange because I absolutely love the thin orange slices that come with tropical beers kind of like this. And I, I think I'm the only person... Blue, I thought yeah. it only came with Blue Moon. Are you just dipping oranges in all kinds of beers? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever well, there's a, a lovely pilsner you have there, let me dip my orange in. <laughs> I've seen yeah. it more, more than just Blue Moons, and every time I love it. This and whoever's doing it, they get this it. This is Natty Light with the side <laughs> of orange wedges. I... I've seen people put lemon in like paps before, but I've never seen to drown orange, the taste I've never that. seen an orange slice in anything but a blue moon. That's oh, true. Man. This needs it's, to change, America. We need to put uh, orange slices on all beer across the world because you, orange you want a citrus beer? Just get a citrus beer. Don't start dipping oranges into things. <laughs> <laughs> oranges cut into those thin slices are three times more delicious than a normal I mean, orange. I don't and know. It's magical. I, I guess. I better All not right. see you pairing like a Heineken with an orange one these days. I would 100% do that. The only problem is it takes a lot of work to cut those thin orange slices. That's, that's true. It's I'm an a lazy man. It's, it's yeah, not I'm a lazy happen. man. I do, <laughs> I'm, I'm a two-cut man. I just cut across and a horizontal and vertical uh, and I'm done. Quarter segments. All yeah. right. Nice. All right, All right, so, David, are you, are you still trying to justify putting oranges in your beer? I'm confused. Yes. doesn't need justification. I'm saying <laughs> the world needs to come around on this. In 30 years, everyone will do it. And I'm saying it here first. This is going to be the start of the trend. We Yeah, let's, let's have about the, the Twitter people. You can add us at Slurp and Trip and see how people are uh, feeling about oranges and any beer. Tell us what your thoughts are on it. Does, is David crazy? Does wow. he good plug. Not, yeah, does he want to prevent scurvy? I don't know what he's trying to do with it. So. <laughs> All right. Eric, what do you think about this beer? Oh, yeah. So we actually got to review this beer. Palm Sway IPA. Let's actually taste it. Give me a second. Wait, this whole time you haven't even had a sip yet? I had one sip, but I didn't really get anything from it. To be honest, it's actually refreshing. It's not bad. It's like a... I don't like my IPA. It's hoppy. I think I've said that before. And this is like a very light IPA. So I appreciate that. 
Hoppiness usually means bitter. This isn't bitter at all. I feel like you can chug these down and be be great all day. It's it's very like it's like they just say island style, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, plus it's only about six and a half percent ABV, so you're not super hammered. Right. So, that's also so good. there you go. I guess overall, yes, delicious beer. Um, citrusy, not to the point where you hate the citrus. So I like it. A uh, solid seven point eight. Good beer. That sounds pretty reasonable. Uh, I'm going to say 8.0, no orange slice. <laughs> yeah. All right. David? I'm going to say, I'm also going to give it an 8. If you gave it the orange slice, it would probably push it to a 9. Yeah. <laughs> because that orange slice is magical. Uh, I like that it's light. I like the citrus. It feels like a drink you could just drink all day. And I like that in a beer. Yeah, man. Island style. Get with it, bro. Throw out the shakas. <laughs> Throw out the shakas. All right, wow, what a solid start for Grant. An eight for the beer? Yeah, it's well, I mean, he chose it. He better fucking like this beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, but the overall score is, like, between us was, like, an, basically an eight, because you were at 7.9, right? At 7.8. 7.8. But that's pretty high what for did, us, right? what, did, what did you say? Did you give it? I gave it a solid eight. Solid eight. All right. So, I mean, we're, we're up there. I mean, it's a decent beer. We're not going to poo-poo it. No, it's, it's uh, quite delightful. All right. Well. All right, so, Eric. While you're drinking this beer, what movie would you think it goes well with? Well, let me tell you, it pairs nicely with some dark and brooding vengeance. That's what it pairs <laughs> nicely with, you know. So uh, so this week we review The Batman, Matt Reeves' take on the dark, gritty superhero. And he takes it to its grittiest level it's ever been, basically. Imagine, yeah, like, imagine the Batman animated series come to life. That's how I felt this was done the live action adaptation because it was very gritty that was the one thing i liked for it cinematography wise very yeah, beautiful pretty, movie yeah pretty awesome i, I agree you did that um but yeah so we'll be reviewing the batman how do we want to start this david all right uh so just at the high level like i said i thought visually and like the audio and visuals were amazing it really captured that noir feel, which I really like. Yeah, I it's thought, like reminiscent of like Chinatown or like uh, was that Seven? I thought that yeah. was like, yeah, a little Sin City, but uh, a little Sin City, yeah. And I like yeah. the like the different shots. Like we saw the world through Catwoman's eyes, we saw the world through Batman's eyes, through Riddler's eyes. There was just a lot going on. I thought they shot it really well, and they used sound really creatively. Um, the only problem was I thought the plot should have been cut cut off about 30 minutes to the end. I think it went on way too long, and they just kind of fell apart plot-wise. But did, that's yeah. my only real takeaway from it. But visually, I thought they did a great job telling the story up to a point, and then they're just like, eh, fuck it. Yeah, high five. So what's, who's the cinematographer? Is like Greg Frazier or whatever his name is. Um, but uh, very beautifully done. You know, I think that uh, also what really added to the whole visual spectacle that we got from that is is – some really, really uh, solid brooding soundtrack. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, even, like, especially, like, you knew when the Riddler was coming at all times because his really creepy music came on every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, you knew he was creeping around somewhere. Unlike previous Riddlers, like, all the way back to, like, Frank Gorshin, who was, like, Adam West's nemesis. <laughs> yeah. He, or, like, Jim Carrey's version. He wasn't, like, a ha-ha funny Riddler. He was like a more deranged kind of like creepy, creepy Riddler. I yeah. really like the Riddler. I thought he was a great character up until the last 30 minutes when he became garbage. But the first <laughs> the first hour and a half of him, I thought he was amazing. Yeah, no, uh, the movie does definitely take a bit of a downturn in that third act. I think it's because they're trying to uh, resell the idea of like Batman needs to be like the symbol of hope. And then like at the yeah. end, they try to make it into a superhero movie at the end. Whereas yeah. the entire movie, it was like a noir film. Yeah. And like it was that whole yeah. detective. And then like at the end, it's just like, no, now he's a superhero. It's like, no, you didn't need that portion. Like you could have ended the movie when Riddler won and then like Batman learned his lesson like the hard way, you know? I thought that I would agree. be way more compelling too. Cause yeah. They built yep. it up. Like Riddler was the, it basically was Batman. He just crossed that line that Batman like never crossed. And so they were, like, the same person because they both used weaponized fear and brutality to fight corruption. They both were, like, super intelligent and had this this plan to fix the city. But then he kind of turned off and went back to a normal villain, and Batman just went to a normal hero. You know, there was definitely, like, a lot of parallels throughout the entire movies. Like, even how, like, they are introduced, like, 
Batman walks out of some darkness. Meanwhile, the Riddler, like the light flashes and he's already in the dark, you know, yeah. or like you see the perspective of like the Riddler spying on that family. And then like the first scene of Batman or like you see him, Batman spying on like Catwoman, like through the binoculars as well. So like they're both kind of creeps at some point. Yeah. Warriorism <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was at a premium in this movie. Yeah. Like even all the camera angles of the cinematography, just it was all voyeuristic. It was crazy. Yeah. So those of you with voyeurism fetishes. You might enjoy this movie. <laughs> Just throw that out there. There's a lot yeah. of leather, a lot of voyeurism, you know. <laughs> definitely a lot of that going on. It is uh, definitely a little creepiness had oh, yeah. to that whole side of the movie. Yeah. But you're right. In the 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 final kind of act of the whole movie, they kind of went away from all of the brooding creepiness. Yeah. And all of a sudden, tried to make Batman like. It's like I get why they did it because. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, it was a noir film that he was doing, but it's still a superhero movie. And you want your character to be like, he wanted him to be like that symbol of hope. But like throughout the movie, he's just like put in his place and he's like, he's still new to the whole detective thing. He like apparently doesn't understand Spanish and he's failing at solving riddles. Yeah. Can we Um, can we point out that Batman, considering he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective, was (laughs) god awful as a cop? I mean, this is early on. This is year two of what he does he become like a great detective later? Because this Batman was well, I, embarrassingly I, bad. I liked kind of that he wasn't the best detective ever. Like he do some stuff, and like yeah, he was trying to like get the guy, but you know he he wasn't a hundred percent. Yes, I know everything. Like he can learned I, something at the end. Can I push back on this? All right. He was really good at solving riddles. Literally the worst policeman in the world at everything else. Like here's just a off the top of my head. If I was a detective and I was looking into that eye drop, the drops, yeah, once the drop they did the bust time. of everybody and I would expect the drops to disappear, I would have, after five years, realized, hey, these drops haven't declined at all over this five year period. Or I would have been like, hey, isn't it kind of weird that every high profile official was going to the same club from a known not mob bass? Or maybe I would just check the books of the Bruce Wayne Foundation, which he currently owns and runs. Yeah, but he didn't care about any of that Bruce Wayne stuff. Like, yeah. like throughout this movie, you focus on the Batman. You don't focus on Bruce Wayne. That's why this movie's called The Batman. Bruce yeah. Wayne plays no part in this. <laughs> but if you're trying to solve I, I gotta crimes... I'm going to have to interject at some point on the fact that this is the first Batman that doesn't even know how to use his own, like, gear. Yeah. yeah. Like... Clearly, he'd never tested that squirrel suit thing before because that was just flat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, this better work. Oh, man. He just jumped off a building and ate shit. Yeah, you don't. You saw a bit of it. You saw a bit of like the the realism in like the the Christian Bale Batman's, the Christopher Nolan Batman. But like this movie took it to like an even like earlier level. You see a lot of the Batman was like from. Was that what are the comics? It was like uh, Frank Miller's uh, Year One, the other one, Long Halloween. They show like a younger Batman, and he's trying to figure shit out. I think. I mean, that's that's fair. The the figuring it out part is fair, but like all many of the Batmans that there's been over the years, Batman is somehow able to take an unbelievable beating from people. He gets shot like no problem with this one. He, he yeah. Just, he runs, runs into bullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was basically Superman in this one. You know, and, and you know, you can claim he has bulletproof armor, blah, blah, blah. But the fact is the guy squirrel suited off a building going about 150 miles an hour and crashed. <laughs> he'd be dead. I'm sorry. But he hit a parked car going about 100. Uh, yeah. And then the next thing he's fine. Nobody, nobody gets up from that. Yeah. Takes a shotgun shell three seconds later. Oh, I'm good. I walked it yeah. off. <laughs> but, uh. Before, like, what was your guys' actual, like, first reaction to this movie? I just want to ask, because when I first saw this movie, originally, like, right after it finished, I wasn't a fan, to be honest. Like, yeah. I I thought, like, like, it had a simmer in it, like, that 24 hours later. I was like, you know what? It was a good movie. But, like, as soon as I came out of theaters, I was like, this movie was kind of weird. I wasn't feeling it. But that was because I think I was the entire time, like, wanting a superhero movie. And, like, I wasn't expecting, like, a noir film. And... It, it it just it didn't make sense to me at the time. So, but you know, after I simmered in my juices, it was like you know what, it's a good movie. Simmered in your juices. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's actually the same for me. Except I was the other way. I really like noir films, so I really liked the first part, and then it kind of got worse for me at the end, and so I kind of left with kind of a bad taste in my mouth. But then okay. after after I let it simmer, yeah, I was also being like, oh yeah, yeah it was actually like, you know they had to do what they did, you know. I mean, 
just just so that they can like create the next franchise right which i think is ridiculous that they even included a joker in this movie i thought that was unnecessary agreed yeah i was like i get it i thought they already incorporated enough with like the penguin yeah who who, honestly i thought the penguin didn't get enough screen time oh colin he's pretty funny he's getting his own show so he's getting a hbo like uh what's his face peacemaker series but like for the penguin Peacemaker was pretty funny, actually. Yeah, I've been watching Peacemaker lately. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I doubt it's going to be as funny as Peacemaker since Batman was dark and gritty. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Yi. All right, so let's dive into the riddle a little bit in the second half because this part confused me, and maybe you guys saw something I didn't. Okay. The first part about it is, though, I found this online, but I really love the fact that they did, like, all those little Easter eggs with the Riddler, like, being right in front of the club. Yeah. Uh, because like they showed like his light on and stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. But yeah. uh, but with the Riddler at the start, he had like these really creative attacks where he would like camp out and he would be like you know like brutalize these people and do like almost uh, saw level shit. And then like halfway through the movie, he's like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm just gonna send a bomb to Bruce Wayne. And I'm just gonna say for Bruce Wayne's eyes only. I thought that was incredibly lazy compared to all his <laughs> other murders. And like the whole concept was he was punishing corruption and forcing people to like uncover the truth. But for Bruce Wayne, it was just, hey, your father was a dick. You know, and, I, I I see what you're going with there, especially yeah. with how intricate he got with the other killings, and then yeah. Bruce Wayne's was just literally a bomb, a mail bomb. Yeah. Um and and he didn't even get him. He got Alfred, which is just messed up because Alfred <laughs> didn't even kill Alfred. Yeah, Alfred's just sitting in the hospital. Like, what happened? <laughs> well, I mean, the working theory that people have is that he knew Bruce Wayne was Batman, even though like they played it off that he didn't in the movie. Like at the end of the day, he still knew Bruce Wayne was Batman. That's why he just sent him the bomb because at the end of the day, he wanted to work with Batman, but he stills. Yeah, but people say that, but then he was clearly oblivious of it when he when he visited him in Arkham. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's why that's how he played it. But yeah, that's just like a theory that pe- people have. In the movie, they made it sound like Riddler thought he was like the same as Batman because they were following. They're like basically they remember that same thing where they're like, "Hey, I'm you." And so it's kind of it's kind of weird if he like was well, yeah. doing it because he's Batman well, that he would be he... like, "Hey, I'm gonna try to kill my idol." Well, that's true, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, the the plan is definitely. Uh teared off into laziness at that point i suppose and then the other part is uh like the riddler in his mind he was pretending like he was exposing the biggest scandal of them all but if you had to compare like which scandal people would care more about i would say the biggest crime bust in gotham history being an absolute fraud is way way more juicy than hey some guy 15 years ago paid one guy to kill someone in a mer- in a movie where like people die every day, I was like, it's not really that big of a scandal. Like, who cares comparatively? That's pretty legitimate, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys notice that he's wearing Jim Carrey's glasses from the other Riddler? Oh yeah, the white ones. Yeah, no, that's clever. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice little tribute. I appreciated that. They did a lot, a lot of little things like that. They were pretty clever about it. Yeah, definitely the the characters in this movie, I appreciate like Riddler, Penguin, eh, not so much Falcon. But, <laughs> but like the only one like that was like whatever it was like the Batman because I felt Robert Patterson he didn't emote anything and yeah that's the whole dark broodingness of Batman but he needs like a like a somebody to like you don't you don't feel anything from this kid. like literally anybody could have been in the suit at this point because yeah he doesn't say anything he's just very one tone monotone I am vengeance I am justice you know we yeah. need to get into that the fact that. At no point does I don't think anybody actually calls him Batman in the entire film. I think they call him like the Bat. Like Catwoman calls him like the Bat. No, but I'm talking about like in almost every other movie ever made, either a cop or Commissioner Gordon or somebody is yeah. like Batman. <laughs> and in well, this one, they're like vengeance <laughs> over and over and over. Even Catwoman's calling him vengeance. Yeah, That's well, just yeah. confusing. I think the plan was for like the start off, they were showing that he was just like raw and angry. And that's why he was vengeance. But he was supposed to like morph into the Batman and become like a symbol of hope. Yeah, that's what they're kind of trying to do. But they never really did a good job. That's where that uh, the Riddler and Batman. I feel like that scene should have really fleshed that out and him being like, Oh shit! I was just angry, and people now think it's okay to kill people. Well, that's but, how he figures out at the end, right? So. Yeah, but he doesn't. I don't know. I just feel like the realization wasn't. It didn't hit very hard, considering how that was like 
the point of the whole movie. Yeah. I feel like I feel like when he electrocuted himself, it was kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> well, stupid. He didn't really need to. He could have literally cut underneath where he was holding. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was so, like, so, I don't so, understand so. why you're electrocuting yourself. I was like, I get it, because like in any movie, when like like the hero falls into water and comes back, it's supposed to like represent like a rejuvenation or like a rebirth, and like, oh, now he's a new character. Ooh, symbolism. Nice yeah, thing. and so that's why they do it, and so. But it was really unnecessary. <laughs> yes. Literally, you just cut underneath <laughs> where you're holding. <laughs> he was like, it's all right. I'm still fine, guys. Also, you know, small observation. If they were able to blow up the seawall and it flooded the entire city, how did they keep the city from flooding in the first place while building it? Well, there's like a thing where like it's like a little hidden Easter egg. You got like you blink and you miss it type of thing where if they look – at the when, the when the mayor gets murdered, like on his wall, you'll see some uh, like newspapers that he framed oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like on like there's like there's like a line that says like funds diverted from seawall building. So the yeah. seawalls were like really weak, and so that's how they easily exploded because like money never got to proper funding or whatever. No, no, no I understand I that originally. Um, yeah, I'm talking about originally. How the hell did you put a seawall in if? Every, if, if it was it was gonna flood that easily every time, like literally everything was like a, a over a car amount of flooding. That's true. Which, which means was... Gotham's some sort of stupid below sea level island. Yeah. So, yeah. And, That's what it seems like. Yeah. 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 So which that that whole concept makes no sense because unless the uh, unless the water has risen since it was, Gotham it was, was built, it was a heavy rain. The entire movie was raining the entire time. I think that's kind of why they had it like that. Oh, yeah, that was kind of annoying to me. I was like, what is so this? Much why is it raining every time? City. Well, yeah, it was like a super freak storm. But I, I did like that rain just because it reminded me of, was that movie, Seven? Because, like, the entire time when they're looking for, like, the oh, yeah. the entire movie. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, a little, little homage to that movie. They, like they, did, they did do a good job as far as filming it very much more like like the blocked out, Black Dahlia, like, L.A. Yeah. type of thing, which yeah. was cool. That was cool. I did appreciate that. I know we're not doing winners and losers, but they acted like Riddler was all pissed and his plan like failed. But he pretty much nailed his plan. He killed yeah. like basically everyone except for a few like rich white people. It's true. And uh, well, he, he was killing the game. I mean, I yeah. have to admit, this is the, the best villain yet as far as success. That's yeah. true. Batman really took an L in this one, guys. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a victory lap for him. Um, I just thought I know that the eye makeup was like part of the costume and it makes sense. I just thought it didn't do him any justice to see him like in Bruce Wayne outfits with like heavy eye makeup on. Actually, already email and stuff. Grungy. Yeah, I yeah. just thought that wasn't a good look. And then fashion faux pas, David. How dare he? Yeah, yeah and then also like I thought Alfred was kind of a dick since he taught Batman how to fight. I feel like he should have gone out with him and protected I mean, his millionaire guy. It seemed kind of weird. I mean, he, he was that old. He didn't teach him how to fight. Did they say he taught him how to fight in this I thought, Yeah, I thought he said that this one, he's like, I couldn't raise you, but I could teach you how to fight. And I was like, well, go out with him. Why, why would you just send him out to do it by yourself? I guess uh, he doesn't like condone this behavior. He's like, all right, you're going to stand up for the little guy. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's just old, you know. He he, wasn't, uh, he seemed like he's in pretty good shape. I mean, I mean he, he got blown take, up. took a bomb to the face. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Prior, prior to that. I did. I did. I feel like there needed to be more of an Alfred presence for, for us to appreciate Robert Pattinson a little bit more, just because he didn't have anybody to emote with. And yeah, he had, he had uh, Alfred, but he got blown up halfway through. And you're just like, you know how in the beginning of the movie they started off with like Batman reading his journal, like in like like a good noir film, with like, oh, yeah. Sunday, this uh, this is happening. But they stopped that like halfway through, and then Batman's kind of just you don't get to see like what his inner monologue is, and it kind of takes away from. You know, yeah. like what he's thinking, you know, we don't get to see like, oh, I was thinking this for this. And I don't know. I think that they should have kept that in the entire time. Yeah, you get to see it back at the end. But I would have liked it the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that as far as stronger and weaker characters, I'd say. I say Riddler and Penguin are your stronger characters in the overall movie and your weaker characters were definitely Batman and Catwoman. Agreed. Hmm. Yeah, and, and and I understand like Pat, I I don't I don't dislike Robert Pattinson's version of Batman just because he's finally they finally had somebody play the kind of depressed miserable Batman. 
mm-hmm. um, because he really is supposed to be somewhat kind of unhinged a, a bit. He's not supposed yeah. to be this well put together guy. I mean, yeah, like even the way the cops look at him, like when they just see him, like oh, this guy's a crazy psycho, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. all other Batman movies, they're like, oh, thank you, Batman. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I, and I kind of like that different take. I, I mean, I came out of the movie, I enjoyed it, but I also expected an emo Batman, so I had my like. <laughs> I had my mindset kind of going that way, so I enjoyed the fact that it wasn't like all the other Batman movies yeah. where you had this kind of like late 40s rich guy, like classic rich guy Batman, which was like all of the other ones. I mean, Christian Bales was a little bit confusing because he was trying to climb the Himalayas, but... It's <laughs> 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 not a rich guy move, though. Yeah, I guess he's doing it. But then like the other ones, if you look at the Michael Keaton ones and the Val Kilmer one and the George Clean one, God, good God, they're all bad um, as far as Batman goes. Yeah, they do decent Bruce Wayne's. I think it's just the duality of the character. It's kind of hard to just. Well, that's what I mean. They don't nail the Batman side of it. Yeah. They're kind and of embarrassing is the Batman side. Tell me, man. You don't but appreciate think... those those nipple suits on the, <laughs> on the Batman. George Clooney Batman. <laughs> I think that kind of goes to what Eric's saying, though. Like, they never really gave him a chance. Like, even if they were going to show him, like, they showed him depressed, but they didn't really show kind of a psychotic nature that goes on in as Bruce Wayne in, like, the Batcave. And I think, like, a little bit more shine there would have helped kind of fill out that character. Because we just saw him being, like, sad, and he's like, oh, I don't want to get up. Yeah. But they don't show, like, the obsessive craziness that is Batman that makes him seem... You know, he's supposed you to be honest, unhinged, yeah. kind of. Like, you honestly don't, like, the character gives you nothing. You don't feel for him. I mean, like, yeah. I didn't feel anything for this guy. Like, it, it was just like, oh, yes, I understand. It's the Batman. He's going to be a hero. But it's like, where's his emotions? Like, what, what are you supposed to connect with? Besides it being like, oh, it's interesting. Oh, yeah. But he's kind of, like, very blank slate. And so. Yeah. yeah. Zoe Kravitz is very, very attractive. But she's, like, four foot eleven and weighs that nine. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like straight up like head kicking 250 pound men yeah and that's like okay you know i know they want to make them superheroes or supervillains but batman and catwoman have no powers so this once again is a person that weighs 90 pounds trying to head kick a trained thug at like 250 pounds like <laughs> i i see it being highly unlikely that she could you know fight anybody i mean at least when they did anne hathaway she's a larger person she's like what five nine a little lankier she's got that elbow room you know she what can... i'm been saying but i'm saying as far as <laughs> frame goes you actually kind of believe she could at least fight somebody does that old man or the old irish boxing style you know she's, <laughs> yeah, that's, she's that's a pugilist a little... <laughs> oh, come at me she yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, i mean and then you got michelle pfeiffer who's like in a very 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 sketchy yeah but michelle pfeiffer they gave her items they gave her like a taser and a whip and yeah, you know, she went to town on people just attacking and, them with, with and she had like scary fingernail thingies. Yeah, she like barbed oh, yeah. wire in her suit and stuff, right? So. Yeah, she was like, I still think she's the best bat. Uh, the, I mean, the best best Catwoman. Yeah, they gave her gadgets. Catwoman needs gadgets. And for Batman, I feel like just like the way they fought at the big like the ending fight scene, because the whole point of Batman is he's not a superhero, so he fights in the shadows using his you know technique and just brain power but this one he's just like hey i'm just gonna walk through you guys yeah, he the bull rush everyone. you know batman's kill count in this movie was ridiculous yeah <laughs> he, he clearly just throws caution to the wind and is like that, all right we're just that entire that entire uh car chase scene with the penguin so many people have probably oh yeah oh yeah I always get annoyed how they have to put a car chase in every superhero movie. It seems like if you're a villain, just get like a Formula One racer to drive you away and you'll escape every single time. There's always an unnecessary car chase with tons of explosions for no reason. Well, he is Batman, though. I mean, part of him is having the Batmobile. That's That's like always been Batman. But like he's the one superhero that does have it because he has no powers. But if you have the Batmobile... There's no car chase. Like, a Honda Civic isn't going to outrun you. Like, that yeah. car chase should have been, like, five minutes. That's true. Like, His Batmobile I mean, was spewing hey, fire, man. So. At least the Penguin is style. I'm pretty sure he was driving, like, a Maserati. That's true. Yeah, it was a little nicer than a Toyota. But yeah. he lasted way too long for, like, the Batmobile, considering... Daewoo? What is that? <laughs> Daewoo? Is that a Daewoo? But, uh, yeah. But... Overall, I, I enjoyed it. I, I would still... I still think that the my favorite is still the Christian Bale Batman 
All right. Well, before you get into it, I guess, yeah. Do you guys got any additions uh, you want to add before we go into the, the rating? I feel like the rating, you should just go based off of, like, best Batman to worst Batman. You want to just compare this? Where does he fit in the spectrum of Batman? Is yes. He? All right. All right. Grant, you're our guest today. Where does, where does this Batman? I, I would put the, I guess it's the Batman, correct? Yeah. Uh, I would put it as far as Batman himself, I'd say that he's a better Batman than all those except for Adam West and Christian Bale. Agreed. But he his Bruce Wayne is this very emo brooding guy that's honestly kind of hard to watch. So he might be the worst Bruce Wayne, but the but a better Batman than those other guys. I'd probably throw him somewhere in like I guess like third or fourth best Batman third third or fourth so you're thinking it's what uh West Bale then Patterson or you're thinking West Bale some other Batman you know I mean I still think I I think uh are we also well, counting are we counting in the voice actor for Batman animated series because I mean <laughs> Kevin Conroy he's a pretty cool Batman <laughs> I, you know I I would throw him in there above those other guys yeah uh, that's not you know that, I feel like that's fair <laughs> I feel like him being number number three and then Patterson Pattinson being number four and because then like uh, Clooney's the worst and I then, thought he did a very good Bruce Wayne. No, no, I'm talking Batman. Batman. Yeah. As Batman, it was second was, worst is probably yeah. Kilmer. Third worst is Keaton, because he got two movies, even though neither one of them are good. Alright, David, how about you? What do you rank this Batman amongst the other Batmans? I want to say about third two, but I feel like he should be lower because I feel like he wasn't a great Batman. It's just that the history of Batman's haven't been very good. He's definitely behind Christian Bale. Uh, and Adam West obviously is the goat, but uh, <laughs> the, but the, the, the other Batmans are just so weak. And so I guess he's third, but I feel kind of dirty putting him that high. I feel like he should be lower, but I can't think of. If we're only doing live action adaptations, I mean, there's, yeah. there's only so many Batmans, unless you can't. I tell you, Kevin Conroy, he was technically the Batman when they did that CW crossover in the, what is it, Batwoman show? They brought they brought him out of his voice acting and he actually he played Batman so I thought that was cool. Uh, good for him. Is the TV show good? I they, seen Batwoman. they did a Batwoman. Well, first they had that like. Well, it's Batwoman. It's a different character than Wait, Batgirl. Wait, yeah, it's, it's not Batgirl. Yeah. Yeah, I no, don't know. they're two different I, well, characters. No, well, no, yeah, but they had two they had two different girls play the role. That's why I think one's Batwoman, one's Batgirl. No, they're both Batwoman. Just the girl, the, act, the actress who played the first Batwoman, she left for I don't know what reasons. And then they got this other woman uh to play Batwoman. But it's still the same character. Not that not, makes the, no not, sense. not not the not the same character. Not the it's, it's it's a different person, but they're still like the the identity is Batwoman. It's not Batgirl. Wait, so she's taking over the reins for Batwoman, but it's still the 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 superhero name is Batwoman. So Bat, Batgirl is still, I guess, Barbara Gordon, who's not even in the show, or maybe I don't know. I don't watch the show, but uh, is Batwoman? Uh, I thought Batwoman is is Barbara Gordon, correct? No, I mean, there's, there's no, Batgirl, Batgirl right? and there's a Batwoman. They're two different things. <laughs> it gets wow. a little it that gets makes a little, no sense. It gets a little confusing in the Bat family. So <laughs> there's also a Batman and a Man Bat, which is very there's confusing. The Man Bat was that Kurt Langstrom? Yeah. A, yeah, because I was wondering if Batman's name should have been Batman or Man Bat. Man I was looking Bat. that up, and I was like, oh, that's character. That's a good episode in the Batman animated series about Man Bat. You should watch it. Just throwing that out there. Shout out to all you people who love Batman the animated series. Just yeah, you're really, you're really pushing this animated series. <laughs> it's really good. If you want you want your go-to Batman, watch Batman the animated series. Kevin Conroy's voice, that's the voice of Batman to me. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, where do we rank the villains? Because I had said well, no, I didn't give I didn't give you my ranking. Oh right. yeah, Eric. All right. I would probably put um. I liked him as Batman, but like I said, his he was kind of interchangeable. Like you literally could have put anybody Everyone, there. Yeah. Yeah. So he would probably rank. I don't know. I might even put Keaton in front of him just because at least you know you got some depth with Keaton kind of. So I would say number four with I think Christian Bale for me is the the more realistic Batman. Then uh, I like the the wacky uh, Adam West Batman, and I always like me my Kevin Conroy. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm putting him in there too. Yeah, but uh, so fifth for you? I guess yeah, because if Keaton's there, well, I'm doing only live action, and so we'll okay, Keaton third, and uh, this guy Robert Patterson as my fourth Batman. 
So there you go. So he fits around third or fourth Batman with all they're all in kind of agreement. He's he's not the shittiest Batman. <laughs> no, he's he's in the middle. He's a good middle of the pack Batman. Like the, now, I think he might be the worst Bruce Wayne. I would definitely agree. But I mean, is that because he is still like young and brooding? He's still like they haven't really gone into Bruce yeah, Wayne's character. Yeah, they didn't make That's him a fight true, because he's also the first young Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and it's not like this movie was called the Bruce Wayne. It's the Batman. Nobody cares about Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, he was a crappy Bruce Wayne, but I mean, I'm not going to give him like crap about it because like they didn't really explore that side of the character. And so they didn't really explore any part of the character though. They didn't really explore that much of the Batman either. So yeah, he didn't really have a lot of depth. Not as but I don't know. It's kind of cool that they, they gave the shine to other people. I just wish they would put a little bit more focus on his character. Yeah. They gave uh, Paul Dano Riddler a lot of time to shine, which I appreciated because that was uh, pretty good. I liked him. Yeah, I'd say the Riddler ranks pretty high on the villain the villain power rankings. Yeah, I still say if they would have ended that movie before that third act of the whole fighting above the, the, the catwalk yeah. and they would just have Riddler win, right? like it would have made for a better ending, I think. Yeah, and it kind of fits because it's like a whole dark movie and a dark ending kind of yeah. makes sense. If you think of all the noir films you watch, I don't think they they have like happy endings. So. Yeah. Also, just a fun fact: I think every Nora movie should have a girl called either a skirt or a dame. And I was looking for that the whole movie, and I was very slightly sexist, but all right. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's the that's it. Like Nora films are based off like the 30s and like is it 30s and 40s? So like that's that just. Time. Yeah, that's just the vernacular. That, that's true. That's how they call people. So and the fact that bring back the misogynistic ways of the uh, 30s and 40s, David. You heard it here first, yeah. guys. David is a misogynist. You're on Slurp and Chirp. So uh, <laughs> feel free to tweet him. He's at David Yee. He's got his own Twitter handle. Don't don't tweet Slurp and Chirp. <laughs> I don't have a, a Twitter handle. Oh, you don't think somebody made you a Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm not affiliated with that guy. But, uh, <laughs> so what were we going to say before uh, we got into these rankings, Grant? Uh, you know, I uh, I just wanted to go into the villains a little bit. I feel like the villains were like kind of the strong point of the movie. It was. It gave uh, it gave like them room to grow, and like you want to see what happened to like the penguin. Correct. Like, yeah. oh, I thought Colin Farrell was good. Oh the- my god, yeah. Like whoever his makeup guy was, and like whoever put all that crap all over him, that was, yeah. that was, that was great. <laughs> like it was yeah. unrecognizable. And, like, so it's kind of I'd say it's tough because there's been really only good penguin performances so far you, <laughs> danny devito danny devito <laughs> well, he had danny devito but burgess meredith was before him yeah that's true so i mean it's like there really hasn't been a bad unlike batman there's been no bad penguins yeah. and and i'm not a i'm personally i don't love jim carrey i don't i know some i know a lot of people love jim carrey i don't personally like jim carrey however Frank Gorshin was awesome as a Riddler, and I think Paul Dano did a pretty pretty great job for the most part of the movie. Yeah. He played a very different Riddler. Very Zodiac Killer vibes. Yes. Like, very kind of a deranged, like, sad, sad person vibes. Yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, like, yeah, like, even his, like, plan to, like, get revenge, like, I mean, you, like, you feel for the guy. I mean, like, he was just trying to show that the top brass and like everybody in politics was corrupt and it wasn't like it wasn't like it was like a, a bad thing that he wanted to ex- like expose them it was a bad thing he was killing them but it was like he wanted to show what the the truth of gotham was and like for that yeah he went about the wrong way but, but yeah uh, he was just kind of like a psychotic batman yeah and it's like okay like he wanted to show the injustice you know i thought that was kind of cool but then you know at that third act they made it so it was like no now he just wants to kill everybody because you know Hollywood can't, plans. Yeah, Hollywood can't make it, so like, you can't have a villain with a decent plan, you know? So you got to have it so that they're whack jobs at the end. Well, it's just it's kind of amusing that, like, the whole movie, he's, like, ten steps ahead of even Batman. And he's like, but I'm going to let you catch me in this diner. Yeah. I did <laughs> appreciate across it. Across the street. <laughs> well, if you notice, like, the first, uh, if you're out with the first time they show the diner across the street, there's only one letter blinking, and it's, like, the letter R. So I thought that was kind of cool. Because, like, when I watched it, I was like, oh, you think Riddler's going to be there? And, like, lo and behold, <laughs> Riddler's in there. So which like, was oh. cool, which was cool. But my point being, like, it's like he wanted to be caught. Well, yeah, so part well he of did, plan. yeah. He, yeah. he gave it to him. So, but, so he could go be, yeah, yeah, he wanted to be buddy-buddy with Batman because he thought, yeah, Batman also wants to see these people pay, but he mis- yeah. misread the room, you know? <laughs> yeah, he 
Plus, he's just a little bit too crazy, so... Yeah. You think it's because he saw the high kill count with the Batman? He was like, I, I mean, just saw awesome. what you did. <laughs> like, on that freeway, cool man. So I many mean, people died. I thought we were on the same page. It pretty much fell hand-in-hand in hand with the with the college humor penguin thing with, <laughs> with, with Patton Oswalt, where it's yeah. like Batman doesn't understand what death is. <laughs> As he slaughters, like, people through the whole movie, it's like, First off, all the guys that he's beating the ever-living crap out of, like, yeah. some of those people are not getting up. <laughs> no. And, like, people. you know, I still don't understand how he's able to take, like, a point-blank shotgun round. Yeah, that's his bulletproof attire. Is, is, they, should, they should investigate that. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is the military not wearing that? Yeah. The other thing I didn't get is during that big car chase that caused like you know millions of dam- dollars in damages. Yes. They just let him go at the end of it. They're like, hey, and he's like, oh, you guys don't know Spanish? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's a good point. All right, deuces. As, as like, he waddles away. I, I thought that was funny that he waddled away because he was still tied up. Yeah. Oh, the penguin. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the penguin. I can't believe they just left him though. After all that, like they just caught him <laughs> doing like a major drug deal. They shot yeah, at him, and they're like, like, hey, it's cool. Yeah, but it's like, okay, in regards to, like, priorities, you like you have, like, basically low-level henchman Penguin. He's not the kingpin. That's true. He's, and then you have deranged guy trying to blow up the city Riddler. So, well, yeah, but, or technically not blow it up, but flood the city. You, Riddler, have, you right? have the police chief right there who's not going to do, or whatever Gordon was at the time. Was he who the was, chief? He, was he, 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 he was climbing the ladder because everyone he kept still, dying. He was still not commissioner yet because the commissioner was killed during the movie. Yeah. Correct. Was he, he like? But like, he, he's a like term was, though. I thought, right? No. I think he was, no, I think he was still like a captain. Was, I think he was a captain. If that's the case, yeah. why? Like, what did Batman do to have him like build such trust? Because like, these are like open crime scenes, and like he'll just like walk in, not oh, check it out. Batman's coming, and everybody yeah. else is like, "What the fuck are you doing? You're yeah. not like commissioner." Even the commissioner said, "What the fuck are yeah, you he's doing?" Like, well, I, I was <laughs> But he's like, nah, man, I got Batman with me. It's great. You're good. It, was, it made no sense. Like, like, did he save his life at some point earlier on in the movie that we didn't know about? And, like, how does he... Because from yeah. everybody else's perspective, this is just some random who I, who claims to be, like, a detective. And so uh, why he gave him the benefit of the doubt throughout the entire movie it makes no sense to me. Like, they didn't yeah. build on any sort of relationship. So we didn't get to see that. So it's like, I don't know, what did he do to, to marry all this? Yeah, and from like a legal perspective, I feel like that would cause major problems to have like some yeah. random guy going through the scenes. Like, oh, so you got this from a, a bat who? It's okay. He's wearing gloves, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> there was a card. There was a card with his name on it. It's cool. It's cool. It's addressed to him. The him and the killer could be in cahoots, but that's that's a different thing. So, yeah, he could have been the killer the whole time. Yeah. So I mean, the man's dressed as a bat. If they wanted a sense of realism, yeah, how the police were acting with him made sense, but yeah. How the captain, commissioner, whatever he is, Gordon, was treating him, made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> They're all looking at him like, yo, like this guy's kind of whacked. Like, <laughs> like all the regular guys were just like, uh. I loved how the guy was about to talk to the press and he's like, uh, you just let a fucking guy dressed up like as a bat in the crime scene and yeah. now I have to talk to the media about this? <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I would say... I, I I know I enjoyed the film. So despite its like kind of pitfalls that it had in a lot of parts of the movie, like the fact that he would have never figured out the seawall thing if not for a dude unexpectedly being a carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> no man, it's because of Tucker. You just tuck the carpet in. Like what? He's a billionaire. He would never have got that one. Yeah, he, the help takes care of that. Yeah, the help. <laughs> yeah this is Bruce, this is then, Bruce Wayne, the brooding billionaire. Yeah, he's like, oh, Alfred would have known. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so I guess we should all give it the overall ranking here out of ten. I know you said you liked the cream, but didn't give it a, a rank here. So yeah, coming uh, to the coming to the close number. of our. Uh, are we throwing some decimals in, or are we just going? You straight? can. Oh, yes. Decimals decimals are allowed. Straight out of ten. Seven point five. Seven point five. Want to explain your reasoning? Well, if I was to grade uh, some of the Christian Bale ones, I, I would say. Uh, the Dark Knight would rank somewhere around a nine. Because so I think Heath Ledger's, you know, posthumous awards and all that stuff, he really, I think, I don't think anybody's ever going to be able to top him as the Joker. I mean, Jack Nicholson was fantastic. And Cesar Romero was also, like, a very comical version. That's true. But as far as playing that really dark, scary Joker, 
Nobody's going to overdo outdo Heath Ledger. He gave her that gravitas, which I liked. I don't yeah, like, so, unlike what's his face, the Joaquin Phoenix and his Joker movie. I didn't appreciate that. Was that good? To me, it wasn't like the Joker. It was a good movie, but yeah. it wasn't the Joker that I identify like with the Batman. It was somebody who was going through like their mental illness and portrayed aspects of this character called the Joker. But to me, it wasn't like the same character. That movie scared. But the he was shit still better than the Jared Leto guy. Yes, by far the worst. <laughs> me and Lily were scared. Like there were people talking about like doing shootings during that, and we were thinking that there was going to be at least one Joker-related shooting. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, was, it was a scary time. The other one did happen during the Dark Knight, so that makes sense. Yeah. People are stupid. People yeah. are stupid. Um. All right, so 7.8, Grant? No, 7.5. 7.5. All right. David, what do you got? I think if they didn't go with that third act, I would put it like 8.5, maybe even a 9. But I think since that did happen, and I think that really took away a lot from the movie... I would drop it to like probably probably an eight, maybe a. That, maybe a that's what lower. killed it for me too. That the whole final sequences of that movie, especially with like some of the dumb things like electrocution and stuff like that. <laughs> just yeah. cut below. Just cut below. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that whole kind of thing, like it was that part of the movie was just unnecessary. I, I agree with Vidal on the fact that they could have just let Riddler win, and that would have been like kind of how Batman Begins was like a prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that could have been, like, oh, this is, like, how, why he is how he is. Yeah. Because he yeah. lost to the Riddler. Like, moving forward. Like, like if they did, a, like, if it would have ended there, and then, like, the, the beginning of the next movie, you had those guys, his, like, his army, the Riddler army, attack something at the beginning, and then now Batman, he's going in to stop everybody and save everybody. Then yeah. it becomes more of a superhero film because he's learned something from what happened. You exactly. Know? And, and he could have, he could have investigated from straight from the Riddler at Arkham Asylum or whatever you yeah. want. And that's yeah. the kind of the character development they're looking for because Batman learns that he can't just be vengeance. He has to be like an actual symbol of hope. And yeah. that gives them the full arc that they're looking for. So they could have tied everything up way better like that. Instead, they did like the supernatural thing where they just added in two seasons for no reason. <laughs> um, you mean like eight seasons for no reason? They should have just let us write the film and just, you know, and we know stop guys, letting these non-Batman fans write Matt, the film. Matt Reeves comes talk to us when it comes to the Batman sequel. Here at Slurp and Chirp, we're uh, pretty good at the, uh, the Batman man writing so uh <laughs> but oh what's your rating bud i would say it's in between both of you guys i also agree the third act was subpar i thought the movie was a little bit too long to be honest and like i said batman the batman the titular character here was like whatever like it literally could be anybody who's in the suit yeah that was a good movie cinematography wise great villains great besides the joker i hated that joker tease it was stupid but yeah well also yeah, it's again one. Again, they have so many great villains. That's the best part about Batman. Yeah, villains. you don't need to put everybody in one movie. Just focus well, on, on top one. Of that, it's like, dude, we the the one the oh, of course the Joker's like his ultimate nemesis, but like maybe tease that in like the next movie. Yeah, or something that would have been great. But they it's, chose to say, hey, no, he's already here. They're already plotting for the next one. It's like ah. I feel like we, that's something like like the studio execs were just like, hey, we want you to put the Joker in because Joker sells tickets, you know. And so I think. And who is playing the Joker? It's the the guy from the Eternals. What's that guy? I don't know his name. Even though if you watch the Eternals, it wasn't that great of a movie. But it wasn't. <laughs> which guy are we talking? He's the about? the guy that who control people with his minds. Yeah, like a cult in the forest. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, God, it's terrible. They actually just released, like, a full, like, five-minute scene that they deleted from the Batman. He's, like, his Joker looks kind of cool, though. Like, it's it's just, like, a scarred-up, fucked-up Joker. I don't know. I, I, I'm not... But I didn't appreciate it being in this movie. But not yeah. happy about for, it. For the movie being as long as it was, and for all the unnecessary things they added, it seems like that was another one. Yeah. So I would say my score, I guess, at the end of the day, would probably be, like, what, 7.8, 7.9... Because it was a good movie. I'd watch it again if I had three hours. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's not something I'm going to go back and revisit a lot of, a lot of times. The question is, it makes you wonder for the sequel. I mean, obviously, they're going to have the Joker in it because that's, like, forced on us. Yeah. But, like, does it become, like, the Dark Knight where it's just him versus the Joker for the whole movie? 
or is it going to be another reincorporating the penguin or are we going to see other villains again i think that just depends on how they do those uh, hbo shows because penguin like i said penguin gets his, i think commissioner gordon's getting his own show too why i don't know i mean jeffrey wright's a good actor i like him i like him i like him a lot don't get me wrong yeah. I, I, I have nothing against jeffrey wright i think he's fantastic and i thought he was actually not bad as commissioner gordon at all yeah it's just but, it was just written weirdly into the yeah, it, was, it was a weird uh but the, the man can act it's just like it, it, he had a very unsure character yeah well, it's like I'm gonna trust you, and I don't know why. <laughs> the whole time, he's like, yeah. I got a good feeling about this. Yeah, yeah, it was like his character was like metaphorically winking at Batman the entire time. Yeah. He's like, yeah. we got this, don't we? Wink. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> it's like all these other cops are like, why are you letting this deranged guy in a bat suit come in? And he's like, don't worry, guys, he's got gloves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? But uh, yeah. So those we'll see how the franchise goes from here. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it though because it is a definitely grittier take on it all, which uh, I appreciate. Right on, right on. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that being said, we're doing our best we're to back. put out some stuff soon. We're back. David says we'll see how back we are. That, <laughs> did that make sense? <laughs> uh, well, I, yeah. The other question is: Are we sticking? Well, let's finish it. Sorry. Okay. I was going to say, let's thank Grant for joining us this week here. He was a wonderful addition to our lovely podcast here. Thank uh, you, boy. So thank you for uh, being here, man. Got anything you want to plug on your end, man? <laughs> plug? What are we? Yeah, what man. I don't know. we got a lot of viewerships. So uh, if he's got any projects in the work, you know, what is Grant up to? You can catch him at... Cough, cough, cough. Does Grant, have a tw- Grant doesn't have social media. <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't, right. play those, I don't play those games. Grant is above it all. All right. So <laughs> you can catch Grant via mail. Not online. Smoke <laughs> so, so, so uh, <laughs> you can catch him if you want. He's not going to say hi. All right. <laughs> but, uh, Same with the grocery store. my landline. Yeah. You can, we'll, we'll, we'll put You've got a landline, landline out there. Yeah. <laughs> you only can reach him by carrier pigeon, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, I guess that concludes this week's episode. We're putting more stuff out there once we're taking it on a biweekly basis. It's a slow process, our return, but uh, we might be doing some restructuring next time. So tune in in about maybe two to three weeks to find out. <laughs> maybe in a year. Maybe in a year, depending how awful we are at planning. So uh, yeah, so tune in next time, guys. And uh, thanks for joining us. And you guys keep on uh, slurping and we'll keep on chirping. Are we still going with that? That's always, that's our signature phrase, man. (laughs) I will continue to drink beer. And Grant will continue to drink beer. All right. Good night, everybody.